I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I feel like I'm being watched. Somebody's smothering me, putting their hand on my face. He grabs me by the back of my head and like, somebody's holding her down, choking her. I am seeing shadow figures. I'd wake up to a shadowy figure right at the foot of my bed. He was speaking in tongues. That sounds like something out of the exorcist. I hate this house. I hate it. Get out. I was scared. And it's frightening. There's gotta be something here doing it. I don't know what's happening. My name? is Amy Allen. There's something down there. I see dead people. He doesn't want me back there. I speak to dead people. She's pissed. And they speak to me. She doesn't like the people who live here. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. Someone did hang themselves here. Where? There. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShavi. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. Did you want to kill him? And I know every person, every house, has secrets. She did die in this house. It's my job to reveal. Would you be surprised if there were bodies in this basement? No. But Steve and I never speak. We never communicated during an investigation. Until the very end. Not good. When we uncover, if it's safe for you to stay, will it get worse? Or time to get out? Oh, yes. <sighs> Steve will dig into the history of a location, and he'll interview the people involved. He'll gather all the facts so that later when we come together, we can see if our research has drawn any significant conclusions. I'm headed to a small town in California called Ocampo. We've got an elderly woman that lives in a farmhouse alone. She raised her children there, and her children actually reached out to us. They're concerned for her because as they were growing up, they were tormented by a black, smoky figure they're convinced was a spirit. They say she's not afraid, but that she should be. 
So I'm gonna go meet with the mom now and see what I can find out. Before I enter a location, Matt will do what we call a cleaning. He'll remove any personal items, photos, or any other information that could possibly influence my findings. And then I do my walk. The second I step onto this property, I can feel that something's wrong. There's a powerful presence in this house, and it's evil. It's really evil. I see two big hands trying to pull me in. That is like so disturbing. Let me just wander a bit. Like, I feel like it comes in and out of the closets. There's something darker I want to hide. This is like so bizarre. Like, I don't even want to open this closet. It's like the physical doorway. That's where they're coming from. to the chase your kids called uh they're a little concerned about the stuff that goes on in this house and i figured i'd start with you uh, since you live here alone right yes i do your husband's been deceased for about almost eight, eight years eight years mm -hmm. did he have any experiences he had an experience himself several times and he was telling me about it but i didn't really take it i don't take things seriously i laughed it off are you shutting it out more or less yes Lorraine seems to think that by ignoring the problem, it will go away. Now I understand why her kids are concerned for her safety. Maybe people have seen something, you know, out of the corner of their eye. You kind of look up and you kind of see something. Little movements, little things at first, but then it got not so good. I don't know what's happening. Maybe you could just tell me some of the things you've seen in the house? I've seen a few shadows, you know, but I've not seen what my children have seen, so. Okay, but you have experienced seeing shadows. Shadows, yeah, but it just passes and it's gone. Well, where do you see them? Sometimes if you're sitting down watching TV all of a sudden you see something go by or, you know, with your eye or. Okay. You know, just quickly and I've seen it in my bedroom in your bedroom mm -hmm. and how often do you see these not all the time it's just every so often and it doesn't frighten you no I feel like there's more kind of going on in this area we 
Wait a minute. I am seeing like shadow figures. Not our shadows, other like shadow beings. Which makes me uncomfortable. I do not like those things. When was the first time anybody experienced anything unusual in the house? I think my daughter Laura was the first. She was playing with her sister and they were running down the stairs and she went down into my room, going into it and she had experienced something going across, like a dark, I don't know how to explain it. There's this evilness, these shadow beings. Shadow people, we don't know much about them. We don't know where they come from. They're just bad. They're very, very bad. Now, your youngest is Joe. Mm -hmm. Did he start experiencing anything? Yes, he was probably around four. I guess he'd have a bad dream or something was bothering him while he was sleeping and then he'd get up and be on the edge of his bed and sitting there and he'd have his eyes like going up and he'd go blah, 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 you know, like that. Like, it's not making sense what he was trying to say. So what was actually coming out of his mouth? He was speaking in tongues. He was just going on, you know, rolling his tongue and, and just uh, okay. his eyes roll back like somebody was, you know, talking to him, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why he was doing it, but he, I guess he was seeing whatever he was seeing. Lorraine, that sounds like something out of The Exorcist. Well, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't himself, you know, yeah. He was possessed. You okay? Mm, not really. Kind of uncomfortable here. The first time I encountered shadow people, I was four years old and they tried to kill me. They convinced me that they were my friends and that I could go with them if I bit the electrical cord in my bedroom. And I did. I don't really like the information I'm getting. All I know is that there's friggin' shadow people here. So frankly, I hate this house. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. There's this evilness these shadow beings. Shadow people, we don't know much about them. We don't know where they come from. They're just bad. They're very, very bad. Shadow people are a mystery. We don't know if they were once living people or not. What we do know is that they can literally drain the life from a living person. Bad with the closets. The closets are just bad here. This is where they go. Someone here tries to protect this room from these things. This is a female, she's trying to protect this room. Stay out, get out, get out, stay out, get out. As long as the spirit is not hurting me, I don't take things seriously. Obviously, Lorraine has not been tormented by these shadows but a kid's walk, so I need to speak with them. Right in here is my mom and dad's room. Right, this is where you had your first experience, you said? Yeah. My sister Joanna was babysitting me and my brother Joey, and I was upstairs, and she was chasing after me, and I was bolting for this room because I wanted to run and shut the door. Right. And instead, as I ran, all of a sudden I just stopped like this. Then she was coming right behind me, she stopped too. And from this point, this thing just went like this in front of us, like not fast, not slow, but just like at a perfect speed. Laura, did this mass have any kind of a shape? No, it was cold and it was thick black. Okay. It made us stop so it could pass in front of us. I feel like there's something in here that has walked through the room, in and out of the room, around the bed a lot. There's been arguments with this entity, this black shadow being. 
I feel like there's been words exchanged. So this is my room that I grew up in, and um, this is the room that's terrified me to the point where I don't even come in here anymore when I visit. Really? Yeah. At night, when I always try to go to bed, I would always try to cover myself up because if I had any part of me exposed, something would touch me, or if my face was exposed, I'd feel somebody breathing or something on top of me, and I couldn't move, and I couldn't talk, I couldn't do anything. You literally couldn't move. My body was just dead weight. I would wish it away. Um, pray, do whatever I could to get this thing to leave me alone. How old were you when this was happening? Around like 11 to 13 and then on, because I stayed in this room up until I was probably like 19. This happened to you as you got older? Yeah. And you understood it? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a small child fear anymore? No. No. I'm getting somebody waking up in the middle of the night freaking out, can't breathe, being pushed on, and it's these shadow beings, these shadow people. I hear somebody screaming, I'm hearing a female screaming. Something physical happened to this female. Somebody putting their hand over her mouth and her nose, holding her down and like choking her. It came one night when I was in here and I'd fallen asleep. All of a sudden, I see this like black thing, like a smoky black thing on this side right here. Okay. It shoots up the wall like this, like a, like a snake kind of thing. And it goes up to there and then it goes up there and then it goes along there and then it goes over here. And then right where my head is over here, it goes down and then like I heard this loud noise. It kind of grabs me by the back of my head and like started hitting my head like this. So I am frozen and I'm lying here and I finally like get myself out of it and I jump up and I ran across the room, slid open the door and ran to the balcony. And I looked down and I'm like, dad, I can't take it anymore. There's a ghost in my room, I'm going crazy. You know, I can't deal with this anymore. And he goes, your little brother was up sleepwalking towards the basement saying, leave me alone, go away, leave me alone. And I had to get him and grab him and shake him, and he woke up. And then I put him back to sleep, and then you just came out five minutes later. I just feel like the... somebody shaking me and yelling at me, and I'm small, and I can't do anything, and they're shaking the breath out of me, and I'm being yelled at by this older male. It seems like you, your brother, and your father all have this connection as far as mm -hmm. things happening to you. Come to find out, it happened to, like, my sisters as well, but we never really talked about it because we were all kind of embarrassed. My little brother was the one who was actively talking and seeing the actual figures. He was really little when all this stuff was happening. I feel like I'm being like watched by these shadow people. Are they influencing in any way or? Mm. No. They just kill people. They just kill kids and they kill the elderly. 
That's what the shadow people do. These beings kill children by luring them into dangerous situations, like they did to me. They can prey on the elderly by slowly draining the life out of them as they sleep. So what are they doing? They're sucking someone's life out. But it seems like slowly they're doing it so, to this person. And they're like just tormenting people and there's a lot of them and I'm freaked out. Both Laura and her mother say that Laura's brother Joe was most violently affected by the shadowy figures. So I need to speak with him next. When I was a kid, I used to see a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of it happened upstairs in my old bedroom. Some nights, when I was around six or seven, I'd wake up to a shadowy figure, and it was always the same spot. It was right at the entrance of my room and right at the foot of my bed. The only thing I could really make out of it was it looked like a, a man wearing a hat, a top hat. And whenever I woke up and saw this figure or this shadow, I, I couldn't move, and I just had a chill to my body, and, and it was just frightened, really frightened. Did you get woken up by anything, like a touch or anything like that? On different occasions, yes, but not all the time. Sometimes I would wake up to the feeling that someone was grabbing my feet or, or screwing up my toes. How often did this happen? Quite often as a kid. Now, when this happened, it happened when you said you were younger, about seven? Correct. Okay, and how long did it last till how old? It carried on throughout my, my youth. It, it really slowed down when I was at the age of 11 or 12, because then I started sleeping downstairs in this living room. I couldn't sleep in my room anymore. I was that scared. That room is really bad. That room's horrid. I hate it. I hate that room. Why? I think a lot of bad things happened in there. And I feel like there's been shadow people in there. I can't breathe. Now, you seem like you were pretty close with your father. Yeah. Could you get into detail about what you and your father experienced together? We never really said anything about it. We just kind of looked at each other, and we knew that we both kind of saw the same thing. OK, but you guys never discussed it? Never discussed it. Did your father ever talk to you about stuff that he saw? At this time, I was pretty young. And I think that they uh, didn't want to talk to me about it because maybe it would have made it worse. I hear like Soul Reaper. It's eking out the person's life, sucking out the person's life. And I'm getting a male that's being kind of slowly killed by this thing this black entity, this black shadow being. Did mom have any experiences here? If she did, she wouldn't tell us. She wouldn't? Yeah, she holds her cards pretty close to her chest. Why is that? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think my mom's had a lot of stuff go on in her life that forced her to build a brick wall around it. And, uh, you know, she deals with things internally. Just lots of icky things going on. I just, I can't even do this. Just knowing that there's a bunch of shadow people here is like freaking me the hell out. You need to take a minute? Yeah. I've never walked away from an investigation out of fear, but this house is unlike anything I've ever encountered. 
It's taking everything I've got to stop myself from running out the door. This is just a really negative, scary place. Seriously, feel like somebody's strangling the shit out of me. Like somebody's smothering me, putting their hand on my face. Wow, this is like not cool, man. Just feeling really freaking nauseous there from all the energy in that in the house. It's like going through my body, like physically pushing on my body and it was hurting me. I'm like, I'm just in shock right now. You got blindsided. The other thing I did get was a poltergeist. So the first thing that I have to try to figure out is if it's the current residents that are doing this. If they're the culprits, then we've got a big problem. Everyone in this family has the exact same story, and I'm convinced they're all telling me the truth. Now I gotta find out if the problem existed before the family moved in. So I asked the last owner of the property to meet with me. How are you? I'm Steve. Nice to meet you, Steve. I understand you used to live here. You actually grew up in this house? Yeah, born and raised here. And you lived here till how old? 21. When you lived here, did you ever experience any strange things in the house? No, not really, no. My sister and I, neither one. Okay, so you lived here with your sister? Yeah. And your parents, obviously? Yes. Did they ever mention anything to you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Do you know the family that lives here now? Yes, we sold them the property. You don't think they're crazy or anything like that, do you? <laughs> no, not that I know. Okay, so uh, to you, they're just a normal American family? As far as I know, yes. Okay. I can't exactly investigate shadows. I need something concrete. So I look into the house, and there's not much in its 70-year history. There are only two deaths that I can find. The father of the previous owner, who died in 1963, and Laura and Joe's father, who died of a heart condition in 2003. But neither of these deaths even happened in the house. Well, I feel like somebody died in here. Someone committed suicide. Somebody, like, gassed themselves. This is a male, but I also see a little boy on, a, on the car seat. They're both white. He has short brown hair, and it's wavy. It's summer. It's a long time ago. My heart's pounding. They're both dead. I widened my search to include the neighbor's farmland close to the house, and then I find something from 1962. Oh my God. Oh God. What's wrong? I just feel dizzy in my head. It's my ears. It's death. Uh, dying. My head, my breathing feels bad. That's it. That's
I know nothing about the residents in this house, and I never want to contaminate an investigation. But in this case, I really need to speak with Steve. Someone who lives here is either creating this poltergeist or is in danger of being harmed by it. Steve agrees to arrange a private meeting. Have you had any experiences in this location? Since my husband passed, I've seen like a shadow or something, but just catches your eye. It doesn't stay there. It just goes away. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. What about your husband? Did he ever have any experiences that you know of? Well, I guess he's seen what my kids seen. Really? Some of it, yeah. Okay. I felt that the residents of this house were seeing the same shadow people that I saw, which tells me that they could all have abilities and any one of them is capable of creating a poltergeist. Now I need to figure out who's suppressing their emotional pain and creating the poltergeist that resides here. Did you ever have any uh, traumatic incidents growing up? Well, my mom had passed away in my senior year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it was, yeah. That was... A... Going on 18, I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. Right. Wow. She had a brain tumor, and she died just like that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Is your father currently living? No. Or... Okay. He committed suicide. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hung himself. So that was also traumatic for you. Yeah. I didn't know that uh, there was a lot of problems there. I thought maybe if I had known, I could have probably saved him, but he passed. Wow. So that's, that's very traumatizing. Yeah. That's, you, know. you get over it, though. You just got to keep going on. Lorraine has endured some very traumatic losses, and it seems to me she's dealt with them by repressing her emotions. You're obviously concerned about your children and how these experiences are affecting them. Yeah, because I never seen Laura look like that, you know, and Joe, I didn't think he would be that bad. That's, there's gotta be something in here doing it, I don't know. Sometimes it's only about understanding what's going on and then knowing what you can do about it. Yeah. And then you can actually be proactive and take care of the situation. So that's what hopefully we'll be able to, to do here. Do you feel that it can be resolved? How do they resolve it? Well, there's techniques that they can learn mm -hmm. to kind of shut it down. Mm -hmm. How do you feel that you protect yourself? I don't believe in it. You know, I may, you know, if I, I'd have to really have to, I just don't, I won't let, I won't believe it. Well, I've always been thankful, you know, that my kids were always healthy. Mm -hmm. I felt like God blessed me, you know, not to take away anything away from me again. Because I missed my mother and father, you know, so. Right. Uh, That's why I feel I was blessed because nothing was really seriously wrong with it. Lorraine has seen these things with her own eyes, but she's still in denial about their existence. And that's the problem. Repressed emotions are not going to eliminate poltergeists or shadow people from her home. It could make them stronger. I do not want to go back into this house, but I really need to find out what Steve has uncovered. I also need to sit face to face with Lorraine's kids and only her kids. I don't think Lorraine's ready to hear what I have to say. 
Hi guys, it's good to see you again. I want to introduce you to Amy. Amy, this is Laura, and this is Joseph. They were both born and raised in this house, and they called us in to try to give them some answers as to what's going on here. What I'd like to do is start by having Amy talk about her walk. The first thing I want to talk about is in the garage area. It seemed to be either a double suicide or murder-suicide. Well, I feel like somebody died in here. Someone committed suicide. Somebody, like, gassed themselves. This is a male, but I also see a little boy on, a, on the car seat. They're both dead. There was gas involved. He gassed himself. See, the thing is with Amy, she picks things up and she'll say something, and I'll, I'll remember an article or some interview I've done that'll bring clarity to the information that she gets. I actually have an article that when I was doing my research back in August of 62. It's summer, it's a long time ago, heart's pounding. Guy killed himself and his six-year-old son by uh, asphyxiation in the truck. He hooked up the gas pipe uh, into the cab of the truck, killed himself and his son. Death, uh, dying. My head, my breathing, feels bad. <sighs> this happened within the area right here, very close to where we are. I guess that's probably what you picked up. Wow. And Amy, you found this outside in the garage when you did your walk? Yes. Normally, I would feel validated by the article that Steve found, but I'm focused on the bigger issue right now. I want to make sure that Laura and Joe get the answers they're looking for. This case is unlike any of the other cases we've done. So I just want to make sure you still want to go forward with the information we're going to give you because it's very sensitive and it's very scary. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. Amy, if you can continue about your walk. So I came into the house and upstairs in the bedroom areas, I encountered five different shadow people. So they're present. I feel like they're present now. They're like watching, which I don't like. They were coming and going through the closets. They interacted with people who were in the household, typically when they would be in bed at night, and they were basically causing harm to the individuals here. In a location, I've only ever encountered one, so to be in a household where there were five really disturbed me. I'm actually terrified of these things, and I've had my own experience with them when I was a child. It was actually my first memory of, of an experience was with shadow people, and they actually tried to kill me. They influenced me to bite my electrical cord, and I was electrocuted. That's when I also kind of figured out that they were not good, because initially they, they tried to say that they were good, and they wanted me to come with them. So I do find these entities very horrifying. I'd like... Laura and Joseph to tell you what happened to them when they were kids. 
I spent the majority of my childhood in this room up here. Every night before I'd go to bed, I'd always feel something on me. Sorry. It's okay. And I've actually seen this black smoke in my room go up the wall. I would always feel like um, I couldn't breathe. I was just paralyzed where I couldn't move. I mean, it's fascinating that you're saying that there's actually these figures because I've seen them. I've had very similar um, situations happen to me very frequently as a kid, and it started as soon as I could remember. Even before I could remember, I was told that I would sleepwalk, I would speak in tongues, and it was all deriving from when I was sleeping in my room upstairs. Sleepwalking and sleep talking, that's typically them interacting with us while we're asleep. So where do these shadow people come from? Are they in the house here already or did they come from somewhere else? Well, unfortunately, there's not a lot known about where they come from. We think that they are attracted to locations of people who have abilities, of people who are vulnerable, and that there's some type of negativity that's attracting them to that location. They usually go after young children or elderly people or people who are sick and vulnerable. And they absolutely were encountering people in this household and messing with them. And I think, in fact, one person in the household may have been killed by them. The person that I saw was a male, an older male. He was sleeping when I saw him, and one of the beings was sucking out his breath. So I was thinking chest issues, breathing issues, heart issues, things of that nature, that this thing over a long term was doing to this person. I hear soul reaper. I feel like it's sucking out the person's life. From everything that I've seen on my walk and heard from this family, I believe I was seeing their father. But it's not my place to say. I think Joe and Laura will talk about it when they're ready. Um, when I did the walk of the upstairs, I'm sorry, it really bothers me. Do you feel him right now? A little bit. Where exactly are you picking up the energy? From over in this location. I was feeling like they were on the landing. I kind of wanted to leave. I just still have a lot of issues of my own with that from my childhood. Joe, what's on your mind? A lot's on my mind. I mean, really, it's, it's a lot to take in, you know? It's frightening, it's, it's crazy. So basically what you're telling us, it ain't safe upstairs for kids, for elderly, for anybody that's maybe vulnerable or have some kind of illness, weakness or illness, it's, it's not safe up there. No, it's not safe upstairs and it's not safe downstairs. Downstairs. Yeah, the whole downstairs in the basement? Yeah, not safe. To have five in one household has just like boggled my mind. Like I've never seen that before. I think that they were attracted probably to the family because it seems that you all have abilities. And then you were young children, vulnerable, they're attracted to that. So it was kind of like the perfect storm. Even though Joe and Laura have encountered these shadow people personally, it still seems hard for them to accept. This makes me concerned about what I have to tell them next. So the next thing that I encountered was a poltergeist entity. 
And the thing about Poltergeist is that it's not like the movie Poltergeist. A poltergeist stems from a living agent. So it's somebody who resides at the location. And what happens is typically it's an individual who has repressed their emotions. They tend to keep it bottled up and pushed down. And what can end up happening is that that emotion that's been bottled up comes out in a manner of affecting their physical surroundings via this electricity or this energy that can come from the body. That's basically what a poltergeist is from a living person. I did speak to your mother yesterday. I did interview her. I know where that's going. I'm sorry. I, no, I it's okay. Sit. It's okay. It's something that's subconscious. It's not something that the person is aware they're doing. It's not something that the person wants to do. It's just simply something that happens to someone who has gone through emotional traumas, who has learned to repress their emotions as a safety. It's just something that can be a natural occurrence. So basically, anybody can carry this kind of energy. Not anybody. Um, it's usually people with abilities. I try to help people by telling them what I see, but I can't always make things better. Sometimes they have to do that for themselves. Obviously, Mom's not here with us tonight, but I'm, I'm just curious, are you guys going to share any of this information with her? I think I will. I'll try to explain what a poltergeist can be, but I don't think it's her. I think it could be something else. I don't think it could be her. We're just coming in here to give you what we found out. Basically, in this case, mostly what Amy found out. We wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't tell you everything. Of so, course. Right. I understand that. It can't be easy for Joe and Laura to process my findings. But the most important part of my job, no matter how difficult it may be, is to be honest with them. You know, if it is possible that that's the case, what are some things we can do to remedy that situation? The best thing is just for her to talk, you know, really talk out her emotions and talk out that energy and for her to release verbally or in writing the things that she's been through, things that she's experienced and have that emotional outlet in a safe way. This is a lot of information for you guys to absorb in a couple of hours, so, I mean, what do you think, Joe? Well, if anything, it's validating for me. People probably think I'm still a little off, but you know, once you experience something like this, it opens your your eyes and you see something. I mean, it's, it's hard to deny something that's happened so many times to me. Amy always tells our clients the same thing. You have to take control. Big time. Obviously, as a family, we have a lot of things we need to consider and think about for the future here, but it's definitely stuff that we've heard. And, you know, we're gonna have that conversation. We're gonna move forward here. We're a strong family and we're gonna, we're gonna work through this. No one knows where shadow people come from, so no one knows how to get rid of them. But we do know that they're drawn to negative emotions. Lorraine has experienced a lot of tragedy in her life, and I hope that Joe's right, that as a family they can pull together and create a more positive environment for Lorraine. But personally, I would leave this house and never come back. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.